Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Friday, September the 27th, 2019. Today we're going to read about a healing in John chapter 5. John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethsaida, which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, Someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leader said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. So one of the things about this passage, well, there are several things that we want to bring out. The first thing that we see in this passage is it really stands out um, is that Jesus sees this man. He's been crippled for 38 years and he asked them this penetrating question. Do you want to get well? Uh, I think sometimes uh, we self-sabotage. Sometimes uh, we have this idea of what it might like. Uh, to be free, to be healed, uh, to be touched by Jesus, to be allowed to have this kind of new life. But then deep down inside, there's something inside of us that we're not sure we really want to get well. And Jesus addresses that question right off the bat uh, with this crippled man. He, he says, do you want to get well? I think that'd be a great question uh, for all of us to think about today. Um, sometimes uh, in our Christian life, uh, we, may, we may think Jesus is a, a great idea. We may think that Jesus is a, even a great teacher. Uh, but maybe we're not sure we really want to get well if getting well changes our lifestyle. So, so at this point, this man doesn't have to work. Although he may not have a lot of resources, he may be taken care of by, by passersby who out of the kindness of their heart help him. Um, it means like this man will have to adjust his whole way of living. And there's, there's this uh, 
always a little bit of uncertainty in moving into something new. Even if we think that thing will be better, um, there, there may be some things that we have to take on that we haven't had to take on before. And following Jesus is, is like that for sure. Uh, when we follow Jesus, there's definitely some things in our lives uh, that begin to look differently. And so the first question we might have today is, yes, I want to be a disciple of Jesus, but Jesus might look at us and say, do you really want to be made well? Because following Jesus means uh, laying down our lives and becoming um, servants of Christ and taking up a cross. And so that's a, that's a big question for us today. The second thing we see um, here is that the man doesn't have anyone to help him. Uh, I think if we look at that as followers of Christ, we could see uh, there's another story where Jesus heals someone who's crippled, if you remember that one. And he has four friends who actually drop him right in front of Jesus. They dig a hole through the roof. Um, and so one of the things we could take from this story uh, is that there are people who need to be made well. There are people who need to have the hope of Christ. There are people who are searching for something um, like this, this uh, life that Christ wants to give us. And, and in fact, we all are searching for that because we're created for that. But there are people who are actively searching, but they need that someone or someones to come along and to help lead them, point them toward Jesus. And uh, today, as you go about your uh, work or as you go to school or as you run around in your community, a good perspective might be uh, that there are people you'll run into who are just waiting for someone to point them toward Jesus. The last thing that I feel like has to be addressed in this passage is, first of all, this stirring at the pool. Uh, generally, there are people um, that, that these waters somehow are healing. Uh, this is an interesting thought for us, and we're not really sure what that is all about, to be honest. Um, but for sure, in the story, um, it is being used as a way to represent that healing does occur and that this man for whatever reason has missed out on that healing and so whatever that healing properties of these waters is is really not something we need to debate or necessarily get too uh, overly concerned about the other thing is um, that when Jesus heals the man there are those who are standing there who see the miraculous work of God and all they can think about are the laws and the rules. Uh, all they can think about is that this is the Sabbath. Why did he heal a man on the Sabbath? And so one of the things that we will realize as we begin to follow Christ, that there will be people that get upset over all kinds of things, but especially people who feel like maybe... Um, our lives don't look like maybe what, what the picture of Christianity should be. Uh, maybe God calls us to some places that scratch, make people scratch their heads a little bit. And in this uh, healing, uh, Jesus has done this miraculous thing and has done good for a man. And all that the uh, religious leaders can think about is it was done on the Sabbath. And so... The other warning is that we would not be those people who get so caught up in 
in the rules, who can get so caught up in maybe what a Christian should look like in our minds, uh, that we miss the work that God is doing uh, among people, maybe that we wouldn't even expect God to be at work in that area. We, we might have kind of given up on the fact that God may be able to do something new and amazing. Um, and so as we travel about in our world today, look for God in all kinds of places. Look for God's work in places you might not even expect it. And uh, be willing when you see it then to acknowledge it and to celebrate and to join in in what God is doing. And so today, uh, I hope that you want to be made well. I hope that there's this uh, yearning in your heart for Christ to do a new work in you. Um, today, I also I hope that you'll recognize um, when God is at work. And I hope that you will uh, see God's work, even in places you might not expect it. And today, I hope you might be a friend to someone who's desperately wanting the healing, salvation of Christ. You might be the one who could bring them or point them towards Jesus. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.